beauties what's up my people I'm so glad to be back it's your girl Nadira so today we're gonna be talking about creating a altar space which is um, a very important tool when you are on your path when you're looking to just learn more about yourself um, but we'll get into what altars are for so I'm just so excited to be here today it's been a rough week it has it has been rough there has been a lot of astrological events we just hit our um, full moon eclipse and in Gemini um, so that was like on the 30th on November 30th so that was like real kind of intense um, and let me tell you my altar has been saving saving me from being foolish <laughs> we'll put it like that it's been saving me from being foolish and so I have notes here so I can stay on track um, because I don't really want to be here for long I don't want to keep you long we got stuff to do so basically you need an altar right or it's you should have an altar to help you connect to your higher self, to your spirit team. Um, it's a designated area. Um, I would say like a holy place. Um, and the more that you come to this place with the intention of connecting with your spirit team, connecting with your higher self or your ancestors or any deities that you are working with, it builds up um, this spiritual energy in that location. Um, your, your spirit team kind of know where to meet you. And um, if for some reason you need to give a gift or offering or whatever, you know you and your spirit team talk about uh, that would more than likely be the designated area unless they have you go out into nature somewhere and it will be clear to you like you'll know as you work with your team you'll you'll know the the, the quirks and nuances and things of that nature um so just the fact that you're taking the time out with intention to connect with them in that space makes it holy. And over time, it just starts to build, the energy starts to build up. So, and well, we'll get into some of the places where they can, can be in your house. So we'll get to that in a minute. So, as far as who goes on your altar, um, number one, your altar is to connect to your spirit team. Now, you may have some ancestors on your spirit team, but in general, your altar is for you to connect with your 
your spirituality okay so anyone that you communicate with basically is people that's on your team you might not you might have a rotation of team members you know um you're not always permanently attached to some of the people on your spirit team so that may change with different spirits that you're working with so you want to put those some type of representation of your team or your spirituality it can be a picture of, of someone or a symbol it can be just certain colors that you use but mostly the the altar is you connecting to your spirit team and you want to ask your spirit team about what you should and should not put on there. And any thought that comes into your head, bam, that's the answer. You have to trust it and go with it. Um, if you're having a struggle with it, you know, there's an issue there. Um, but for the most part, you know, don't second guess yourself. You know, don't think about it too much or you just start getting into your head and now you're confused right so it can be like I said some ancestors and it doesn't have to be your direct bloodline of ancestors um, it can be ancestors that you just like really connect with them with their stories so like um, many people connect with Malcolm X um, or Martin Luther King Buddha, uh, Jesus, so it's whomever, whomever that you connect with. Well, I guess Jesus is not a, and Buddha are not ancestors, they're ascended masters, but I hope you get what I'm saying here. <laughs> um, so now getting to where to place your altars, um, definitely altars can be put anywhere you like um i would avoid the bathroom that's probably one place you don't want to have it in um however bathrooms are very different if you have like sections in your bathroom like i wouldn't put it like next to the toilet like <laughs> you know to just you know because i know that there are water spirits who you know may like that sort of type of space of like being in the bathroom so like if it's like a half bath or something and you know I would think that it's okay but you know like your main bathroom I wouldn't put um, an altar there There are certain teachers who suggest not having a altar in your bedroom, um, especially if you are having intercourse there or, you know, whatever you do to, you know, pleasure yourself or however that works with you and your partner. Um, they suggest it not being in the bedroom, just, and that's not because of any disrespect or anything i mean like these are spirits people like really spirits now if there's like opposing energies that's different and i wouldn't even really call that them 
fighting with each other, but I would just say that it's more like these energies repel each other. Um, but in the bedroom, and you have an altar there, there is this um, notion that you can invite like unwanted spirits or um, a kind of orgy type of spirit energy into the mix so if that's not your thing then you know that's totally fine <laughs> if that's not your thing then you know you probably don't want to have your altar in the place where you are intimate like I said bedrooms are set up in a lot of different type of ways so if you have like an entry coming into your bedroom, like before you get into the main area, I don't see why you would not be able to have like a small little altar space there if you felt the need to. Um, but do what feels right for you. Always just, you know, check with yourself, check with your spirit team and you'll get the feeling well, whether that's the right thing for you or not. So we're going to start with just now constructing the altar. So you want to use a natural material. Um, I would say wood is probably the best. Um, if you have like a natural metal, that would be fine. I used to have like some cop copper tables that I don't know where they are. If I can find them, they would probably be perfect for like altars like coming into the house of foyer or whatnot now that I'm thinking about it but just make sure that it's a natural material and just use what you can you know like the the universe will provide you with what you need it doesn't need to be very expensive um I've heard of people using tv trays um whatever whatever I have used a car a Car cardboard box like I would tape that bad boy up and you know put a cloth over it and that was it was good some of my altars are on the floor so hey whatever um, and that was okay for me I get I get results <laughs> okay so just don't be limited by any sort of type of rules just kind of do what feels good to you and be creative and check in with your spirit team i think you won't go wrong with that but natural material wood is probably the best option um you don't have to have an altar cloth um it does bring like a certain type of vibe and energy to it, um, a pureness. Um, it doesn't absorb the energy. It helps to anchor the energy in the area. So um, you can paint your wood table white if you like or use a white cloth. It could be a white t-shirt, a white towel, whatever, a pillowcase. It doesn't have to be fancy. This is for you connecting with your spirit team. Um, we're not looking for awards here, right? <laughs> um, I think that's all that I want to say about the cloth. It's not necessary, you know. It's just another component of something else that you're adding intention to. So, 
when you are putting your altar together you want to keep in mind that you want to represent each of the elements um, and the elements are fire water air and earth so we're going to get into each element and different things that you can use to kind of represent that element on your altar um, but I'll also give you my opinion of what the number one element would be well, not element but the number one uh, representation of that element so for fire we're gonna start with fire um, candles is the number one thing that comes to mind when you want to represent fire um, it, it constantly burns for a set amount of time um, it's easy to come by they come in many different sizes um, you can use different colors to um, create more intention for what you're working on at that particular time. Um, if you are practicing magic, you might have a wand. So the wand is usually a representation of fire. Um, some people use those sensor things. <laughs> um, the, where you put the incense in and it burns. Um, I think it's a coal, a piece of coal that goes in there. Um, so that would be continuously burning the coal. Um, you can use dragons, like um, let's say if you're creating an altar, like maybe in your backyard, you can use a statue of a dragon that would represent fire. Um, some people use ashes or the phoenix bird. So definitely get creative with where you're putting your altar and also the things that you're using to, to represent. But if you, this, let's say if this is in your spiritual room, I would definitely just go with using can, a candle um, for your element to represent your element of fire. So for the water element, um, a chalice you can use a, a fancy cup is what a chalice is in case you're not sure um, and put water in there or another liquid it, um, it could be a representation of water so you can use wine if you're right really trying to set a romantic type of scene or you know whatever because I also use my altar for my magic too so this is my point of view if you're not really into the magic you can just use good quality water not tap water um, I use spring water you can use whatever water that you drink right um, so as far as different places where you might have um, your altar you can use pictures of the ocean beach items um, like abalone shells or, or other shells you find on the beach or beach rocks or sea creatures um, mermaids um, I would say that if you're using like a liquid like a water or a wine you definitely want to change it often um, depending, on, depending on your environment you might need to change the water every three days um, but I would say don't go more than a week without changing the water you just want to make sure that you keep the energy at your altar um, high vibing so no stagnant energy no 
decaying food or water should be there for long periods of time. okay so that is water um, next we have air or wind if you would like um, I would say that the number one uh, representation of air would be incense um, if this is like your holy place where you're doing your your main spiritual work then yes incense is the best way to go um, it burns for a set amount of time and also the scent or the type of incense that it is also brings other elements and intentions into the area into the energy um, so you can also use rattles or chimes. Uh, you can use feathers or um, butterflies, birds. Um, some people use fairies too. Because um, you have different elements of fairies. Um, so if you're going to use fairies, I would probably use a fairy that maybe has wings and flies versus a fairy that looks more like it's an earth fairy. So, just keep that in mind. So, our next element is earth. And, obviously, you can use a bowl of soil if you like. It can be a soil from by the river or a soil from a special place that has a, a certain type of energy or intention. Um, you can dress it up with some crystals if you like. Um, I would use probably as few crystals as possible because I wouldn't say that your altar is a place where you should keep or store your crystals um, but if you're doing work then obviously you would just bring the crystal to the working area just don't store it there um, because crystals give off frequency they're used for communication and it can create feedback and um, be disturbing for certain types of spirits okay so you can also use sand instead of soil um, earth goddess you can um, yeah earth goddess you can have an earth goddess represented there are earth goddesses potted plants which I would say is probably the number one representative that I would use and then probably um, like a crystal after that I know but I would bring the crystal there not store it there um, uh, yes fresh herbs um, that's very good uh, you can use like earth fairies like gnomes, elves or you can use dwarves um, essential oils that's a good one hmm what if you just drop the essential oil in the soil hmm would that be a double dose of earth I don't know it just popped in my hair so things that you want to kind of decorate, uh, quote-unquote, your altar with. Um, pictures of people that you connect with, like your ancestors. Um, it can be 
artist, um, you know, any anyone that you're connecting with and you're working with their that type of energy. Okay, definitely. Like I mentioned earlier, talk to your spirit guides. Talk to them about what would be appropriate and what feels right with you and what what doesn't. If you feel like very emotional with it and kind of hung up on it, I would definitely not put it on there. Just because there is a fight within you for a reason, right? So money... People burn ancestor money. It's not necessary. Um, spirits don't use money. So it is kind of weird, um, to, especially if we're using money that has uh, Chinese writing on there and pictures of Chinese ancestors. Um, I don't really feel like that's connecting with my... the the ancestors and the spirits that I work with on a normal basis, they really more so kind of look like me, which is the truth right now. Um, well, maybe except for, never mind, I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, so, um, I would suggest maybe making your own ancestor money, which I think would be even better because you're putting your own raw intention into it. Um, I think it would be so much more powerful than buying ancestor money. So it's not even necessary, period. Just your energy of making the commitment to come to your altar on a regular basis, working with your spirit team and connecting with your ancestors or ascended masters. You are giving them that energy that they would use to help you so you know to help so you are helping them help you you're making the job easier for them and you know they love and appreciate you anyway or they wouldn't even be there to help you so there is no need for you to have to give them money like they're they're really not using it they're not using money um, they are in a realm where they can think about shit and it just pops up in front of them. Like they don't need to catch a ride, right? So I'm just saying, however, if that is your thing and what you do, hey, do you, if it's working, it's working. Hey, right? All right, let me see. Let me make sure I'm not missing anything here. is awesome so crystal and crystal grids so i would say don't use a million crystals don't use a million crystals um kind of stick to a few of them if you are inspired to create maybe something like a crystal grid ask your spirit team where that grid should go um it usually won't be at the altar um that altar is kind of like your own space so i see crystal grids as kind of like a portal type of thing so you, your crystal grid might more so go into the areas of um 
maybe like your living your living room space or entry or, or exit of some sort but because of crystals having such powerful frequencies attached to them um, it's usually not it's recommended not to have them in that altar space okay you know if you're using an amethyst to help you meditate like that's that's fine that's no problem at all but just just check with your your spirit team on that um I know that I have some ancestors where I only have obituaries, I only have pictures of them, and if you are connecting with that ancestor or that type of energy that they anchor in, definitely don't hesitate to put their obituary up there. It's okay. Um, you know, always, always check with your spirit team, right? That, that's the mantra. Check with your spirit team, and it's okay if it's okay if you you know you want to put it up there that's that's not bad juju <laughs> and i would say that's the same thing for belongings as well uh, maybe if you can't don't even have an obituary of you know unk unk, you know you can just use maybe the cigar holder that he used or if you have a hat or a scarf or something you know i would just say make sure that it's clean and have it set up there neatly um and that's just fine that is just fine there's no problem with that i think it, it'll be adding an, an amazing visual for you maybe So, coming to alcohol and food, like, y'all know we love putting food and alcohol on our altars, giving meals, and these these things do bring energy. I ain't gonna, gonna lie, they do bring energy, but just make sure you know why you're doing it, and make sure that there is a reason, um, because you're just trying to share your dinner, you know, with your ancestors. I don't unless they have specifically told you that that's what they want you to do it's not necessary it's really not necessary um and just kind of understand like if you're working with a caribbean deity um it's normal for them to ask for a rum um of some sort or i would say maybe even a cognac but, um, you know, them asking for vodka is probably not, like, a thing. That's that's something that I would see, like, I don't know, like, Thor or somebody asking for, like, somebody of more of a European type of designation, let's say. Um, so, definitely just understand why you're doing it. Don't leave it up there for a long time especially food like you can cover it with some type of paper towel or saran wrap but I wouldn't really leave the food on the altar for more than a couple of hours definitely not oh, more than a day definitely not more than a day fruit is okay um, you can you leave fruit on there for about three days I think have been my limit um, because they are using that energy and like I have put fruit on there and it has been sucked it was 
sucked to it was just sucked all up I was like oh goodness it wasn't even up here that long and I really thought that I was doing something wrong because I was listening to another teacher and they were saying that your fruit should be able to last for a long time that's how you know you have good energy and I'm like I must be the devil because this fucking fruit looks terrible so I don't know you guys I think that the spirits was eating it up. I think that that's what it is. And when the life is gone out of something, it dies. It decomposes. So, hey. Uh, Flowers. Potted plants are the best because they have more energy. Cut flowers are beautiful and they have sentimental value. And definitely you can add them to your altar. Um, but just know that like that orange or whatever fruit it was, I think it was an orange that I put on there, is going to dry out really quickly. They're going to take that energy. And that's okay. That's okay. But just keep that in mind because flowers can get expensive and you know, you don't want to put roses up there every day for TT Nana because she's gonna suck them dry every day okay um clean your altar space regularly I would say weekly wipe down um the hard surfaces that you have with Florida water or you can use I would say you can use vinegar, um, nothing, nothing too harsh, something natural, definitely use something natural. Um, you can make your own natural cleaner if you want. Um, you want to make sure that you dust away and wipe away any ashes from your candle and incense, any wax that has spilt over. You want to just clear it up. Uh, make it don't clutter it don't let it be cluttered um and this should be done on a regular basis this should be done a, i would say this would be considered kind of like a deep cleaning weekly uh, but you want to just pick up your incense sticks and, and whatnot just day to day you know so if you're moving Make sure you pack all your altar stuff together because as we talked about earlier, these elements create a atmosphere, a certain energy when they're together and you want to keep that energy together. So pack them away. You can use a special box or a bag or, or whatever, but just keep it together. That way when you move and you get to your new destination, everything is all together. You could just take it out the bag or bo box and pop it pop it up together <laughs> so and the main reason for that is because you want to keep that that energy that energetic connection together um so the best time to connect to your spirit team is between the hours of 3 a.m and 5 a.m so if you're rolling out of bed um i don't you're probably going to go to the bathroom. So you just want to make sure that you like clean yourself up a little bit. Rinse your mouth out. Wash your hands. Maybe throw some water on your face. Maybe help wake you up as well. If you've been intimate that night, you know, definitely just, you know, take a shower. Or you can take a bird bath. I, they used to call it a hoe bath when I was growing up in a project. So a hoe bath. 
It ain't nothing wrong with no whole bath. You clean. <laughs> um, and you can have as many altars as you want. There is no limit to how many altars that you can have. Um, go for it. Have a great time. I would just avoid areas where you are intimate and the bathroom. Like the part like where you're like where the toilet is and maybe the shower it just depends on you at that point um there is a thing uh, and i think we talked touched on it earlier about energies repelling each other um i wouldn't necessarily say that it's negative but it does create a rift or you can kind of tell you know it and i'm saying you can tell because you're you're gonna be intuitive about this you're gonna be able to judge the current of energy that's around you especially the more that time that you spend at your altar it's just something that's gonna be uh natural um so you want to kind of keep energies that repel each other um i've heard Examples like maybe don't have Anubis and Obatala together. Those energies may clash, you know, and not saying that they don't like each other, but I just think that, that the energies will repel each other in a way. You might pick up on it, you might not. Um, or if you know, like in the mythology, they had beef, you know. You can kind of judge it like, okay, is this energy going to be okay? Is it going to flow together? Um, just watch out for that. And don't create altars for your, like, your workers, I would say. Like, your angels or even fairies. It's, it's one thing to respect them, but it's another thing to worship them and don't do that because they're there to help you they you know you don't worship your waiter because they bought you some you know five star steak you know you praise the chef not the waiter and that's the same thing with the the angels and in the fairies so well i know angels for sure so i'm trying to think I think we made it to the end. I don't really believe that there is anything else that needs to be said about altars. Um, I just took a few notes. I know I said um a lot. <laughs> but I'm just really excited to talk to you about this because when I tell you, when I tell you that being at my altar has literally saved me from just acting out and I wouldn't say that it's the altar itself because the altar is like a portal I mean as you can it's a portal oh sorry y'all and the in this portal connects you to anywhere you want to go whoever you want to go to um 
it brings a a clarity in a way because you know that when you sit down in front of this altar that there is a peace that is there and it's like a blanket it's like laying down in bed and putting your blanket over yourself it's like as soon as you get into that space it just comes over you and it does not take long to get to that that place you don't have to do it for 21 days i would say if you can just do it for a week and you'll probably get into that space sooner than that depending on what your practices are already so set up an altar it does not have to be elaborate it does not have to be um huge um you can fit it in a box and carry it around with you if you like um it is not it is not that serious what is serious is that you actually do set up a place that you go to on a regular basis to communicate and connect with your higher self and your spiritual team so you guys i think that we've made it to the end and i don't have any tarot cards this week this is kind of like a let me hurry up and get this out like i need to get this out um i need to let you know i need to talk to you i need you to know um that this is something that we are really going to need to tap into we're really going to need this area in this space um, to connect with our spirit team and also to just bring in and anchor in more protection Um, because 2020 is almost over it's been a year of doing the spiritual work balancing out um, emotional energies um, and bringing truth to light and so that takes a lot of work uh, that takes a lot of energy Um, and now going into 2021 that's a number five so five in the tarot tarot is all about some type of conflict or or upheaval you know there is a disturbance there's a sort of type of disturbance in the air um so the year five there's going to be change um and it's going to be a change that is going to be turbulent I, that's just what the number is saying you know but We'll get more into that. This one, this is running kind of long. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me and listening to me talk and just really taking heed of what I'm saying. If you have any questions or if you just want to reach out, hit me up at livebeyondboundaries44 at gmail.com. Peace out, guys.